Hello everyone, welcome back to the GM Breakout Podcast. My name is Dylan, I will be the GM for this adventure. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough, it's irritating, and it gets everywhere. Like in your throat, you suffocate on, on it. That was it, we don't get a pun today, we get a, <laughs> a, a, an annoying reference instead. <laughs> Oh yes, we do. That didn't go down. That didn't go down a storm. Uh, uh, it just reminded a storm me of another silks. meme. Yeah. yeah. Oh. As much as I agree with that are. statement, and as much as I like Star Wars, man, oh man. <laughs> I'm joined by my four, uh, I think, trepidatious players today because no one really knows what's going to happen. Uh, we have Anar as I embark a conversy barbarian druid, who is raring for Sarlacc to die. Look at the excitement in his face. Hey. I, you know what? Actually, hello. <laughs> I'm going to break my New Year's resolution. <gasps> no. No. I'm here. You've gone so but far. I won't say anything else. What? what? This is. The, I. I will remember this. <laughs> I guess we've got Jeremy as Mila Steel Sky Self Druid Wizard. <laughs> yes, you guessed correctly. I'm here, and I am good, and I am excited <laughs> because this is some tense <laughs> shit, and it's why we, you know, why we pay this goddamn game. Brilliant. Excitement, Ugh. drama, into it. We've got Greg as Tarula, Hobgoblin Rogue. I, I don't want to roll up another character. <laughs> we'll find out if I have to. <laughs> You're fine, I think. And finally, we've got Sandalar, a Thessalonian. <laughs> now that's good. That's good. A Thessalonian June Lord of Pride. Oh, God. God. <laughs> For now. <laughs> oh, For now, I'm still here. Oh, I could have squeezed Fasiltonian in as well. Oh, I missed that one. You don't know the expression "always leave them wanting more," do you, Dylan? Mm, no, no. <laughs> yes, I want more silt in my <laughs> mouth. Mm. <laughs> we the uh, had a taste. We had a uh, nothing bad happening. We had a lovely, fun, light-hearted session. You fought some mummies, everything, no one rolled any nat ones, no one's diseased, no one's cursed, no one's on the edge of dying, it's it's all good. Yeah, none of that happened, we're actually yeah, yeah, perfectly fine. So, yeah, everyone's yeah. like level 20, it's all good. <laughs> 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 that wasn't canon, just to be clear, before anyone else starts scribbling and adding feats. Do you think people ever, like, secretly up their levels in a uh, in, Pathfinder, <laughs> in Pathbuilder? No, sorry, in Foundry? Like, I'm sure. Do you actually notices? <laughs> I'm sure people do. <laughs> no doubt. I want to ask how uh, how Kevin's feeling right now because you are possibly a roll or two away from death for Saralar, and this is you haven't had a character die yet. This is kind of a oh, big deal. I I will finally join the other with having someone who died. <laughs> Fucking dick, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so last episode, uh, Saralar failed like six saving throws in a row against this effect, and. <laughs> Rules just rolled a fucking fortitude save of, of 47. Oh, wait, no, did you up your... your I, I went I I straight at 20, yeah. <laughs> I see. You think I a rogue's going to get a plus 29 to fortitude save? Way <laughs> too much. Okay. Uh, you, I mean, hey, if you actually did that during a fight, I apparently would fall for it. <laughs> <laughs> you fell for it. I saw the no, master I'm... plus 26 and went, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So just before we get to the more pressing matter, I do want to discuss the other thing that's happened. Uh, three of our players, Tarul, Ironbark, and Saralar, do have Bogrot. No, that's which is a, uh, It won't matter Sarala? much for Saralar. Oh, I thought it was Mila. Never mind. 
No, no they're allowed to use their hero point to critically mm. fail. All of you rolled a crit one <laughs> on it, which is amazing. And this is a horrible thing because it's not only is it a disease, it's also a curse. And the curse means you can't get rid of the disease until you remove the curse first. Uh, and also any damage you take from it. You and keep. then you need to get rid of the curse. Do you need to get rid of the disease after, as well? Once you get rid of the curse? You need to get rid of the disease after the curse. Yeah. Oh, that's... Yeah. Yup. Oh. Yeah, it's it's bad. Nasty. Nasty yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like I said, I hate sand. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could be seeing everyone just... Everyone could just go back to the Megambrian halfway along the way. It could... Li we Literally, it's going to be a Thanos snap. Like, half of the party's just going <laughs> to turn into, into sand. And, and Mila would just be st stood there like... Oh, oh to okay. be fair, one day it would be Sarala. Then it would be Tarul, yeah. and then it would be Ironbark. Mm. <laughs> it would just yeah. be like... No, it depends on the roles, yeah. <laughs> it would be one oh, no, you're right, because of hit points, yeah. <laughs> well, I take less damage from the disease than the other. <laughs> yeah. Okay, how many But I also have less have, life. So. You have a lot less life. <laughs> uh, I have 50 current HP, but some of them can be healed. Mm. We do need to get to the more pressing matter, but before that, Tarul, why don't you remind us what's happening? We are an intrepid band of adventuring magical professors from a magical school and we are in the ruins of a long lost city. They're trying to explore what happened here. It had something to do with dragons, but now it's filled with things that want to turn us into mud. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Uh, they, uh, these bog mummies, they had a, an aura where uh, they would magically fill your lungs with with this red sand that Bloodsort is known for. Everyone survived apart from Saralar, who uh, died. couldn't speak, couldn't breathe. We're slowly ticking down the uh, ticking down the rounds before suffocation, and uh, although the fortitude save isn't the worst, and your fortitude's actually okay, you, yeah, I think you've got a a, six, a forty percent chance of uh, of success, which is not bad odds. But you did roll like five or six in a in a row and failed every single one. So uh, where we left off, you had one round of air left, which means on your next turn, if you don't make the save, you do stop. Suffocating. I, I, we are going to stay in the initiative order that we were in, because uh, there's no enemies. But I feel like the rounds and the time might matter. So uh, I embark. You were the one who just f no. Wait, who just finished? Tarul just finished. Uh, finished it off. So it would be I embark's turn at the top of the round if you want to do anything. Not that I don't. I don't think there's much you could really do. Oh yeah. Also, Sarah invisible just yeah. to make things worse. <laughs> Classic wizard dying <laughs> while invisible. <laughs> I had a wizard in one of my games that died because they were invisible and could not receive help. Oh god. I am going to come down out of a rage. I am going to command mm -hmm. Bark Jr. to heal me. And that mm -hmm. is my turn because I do not know that Serlar is suffocating. I just know he's invisible. Well done guys, that was a oh that was a tough fight. We pulled through, we're all okay! Nothing could go wrong! <sighs> Would you please make sure this knot is yeah, let me do that for you. How does he heal you? How many? How much is it? Should it's, I roll, or do you want? You can roll no, your own. No, you can roll. It is. Um, oh, how much? Oh, where's his character sheet? I think it's forty-eight. Half my level in D8, I believe. Oh. Yeah, one D8 times half good. my level. Not bad, okay. Bart Junior. Anyway, I'll take 20, 20 hit points back. He's just uh, giving you a little back massage against some of your your wood. <laughs> He's massaging your wood. Uh, <laughs> trudge through oh. the silt a little bit. Thank you. Don't, don't forget this thing. What? He's pointing down at the gold, gold bracelet. Oh. Don't forget this. No, no, no. Can fetch us a Tyrol's good price. <laughs> I'm gonna let him take it. It's probably cursed. 
<laughs> Mila, you were the last one who uh, saw Saralar. Well, Saralar did appear for a minute, and then a, a mummy ran up to Saralar, and then the mummy tripped and fell and blinded themselves, and then Saralar disappeared again. But you were the last one to see where Saralar was. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that he was choking and unable to breathe, so I feel like that is an audible thing. And Saralar's thing. been oddly quiet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> audible thing that I would have noticed. And you mm. also have made great plans to make make us know that this area is very silty and difficult to walk through so his tracks yeah. will be absurdly easy to follow yes yes yep so uh because he's invisible i still know what square he's in i can hear him choking i'm going to say to uh iron bucket i don't know what's wrong with sarah but it sounds like he can't breathe and then again <laughs> difficult terrain i can get this far i can move two squares to become adjacent <laughs> wow. and still leave a space for somebody else to, who might be able to do something useful. So I moved to Sarala and I, I'm saying, Sarala, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm, I'm reaching out to find Sarala in front of me. I feel like when you're adjacent, you could probably realize Sarala is there quite quite easily. I feel that too. And because I, I think I know what's happening, but I don't know what to do about it. And I can't think of any particular action I've got that I can take. I want to roll a medicine check to see if there's anything I can figure out to help him to do. Because okay. I can't think of a single in-game thing that I can actually do to help Sarala not become unconscious right now. So, 36 is a good roll, but I don't know what there is to know. So, <laughs> What happens if a GM also doesn't know? Yeah. Well, GM should probably tell me that he's going to become unconscious and could easily very easily die uh if he can't start to breathe <laughs> you i will i i don't know if there's a thing that you could do but that's a very good medicine check i almost want to like make a a, a special case that if like you were to like aid by like patting Saralar on the back like you normally do when you when someone's choking maybe you could give a little bonus to a fortitude save Yes, I mean... I feel like that's good for a role that good. I don't think there's anything that you could really, really do. But You could consider it's an aid check. While you cannot aid on saving throw, you could give the permission because you're I think I'll, I think I think because that was such a good medicine role, I feel like I'd, I'll allow you to like aid just the if you, just whacking Saralar on the back. Okay, so... It's such a great medicine role, he ends up whacking him on the back. Yeah. <laughs> so I reach around blindly in front of me grab hold of Saralar <laughs> spin him around yeah. and do whatever we're calling the Heimlich maneuver these days because isn't it been superseded by something the steel else, sky but... maneuver the steel sky maneuver that's right you've just invented it that's what that's why your uh, roll was so high yeah so I use one action to move over there and two actions to sort it out and hopefully help him <laughs> you're a fucking dickhead <laughs> <laughs> Saralar's just said flat check with a smiley face in the chat because you asked <laughs> invisible and I guess this would be a targeted thing and I Do feel like what? that does Kevin, need a flat check if you check, want me to it? roll this I will I think this is a <laughs> terrible decision and I would argue with it if Dylan asked me to do it but you have I, so. I would definitely argue with it as well because like there's a very clear impression in the ground where Sarala would be and most of the well, flat check is to try and work I, out Yeah, but no, he still needs no, to hit me in the, the back. Is, he doesn't yeah. need to hit my arm or my head. It is a point. You like it, The only way this would help is if like you did like the Heimlich, but you also don't know which way Saralar's facing. Like If you go out and just start whacking, you might just get his shoulder or something, and it wouldn't yeah, be if much. if you just punch me in the stomach, <laughs> I'm just going to get rid of my hair. 
Oh, if that's gonna help, I can. And also, I, I will that. make it as pain my death as painful as possible for the game master. All right, okay. I wouldn't have asked for it, but Saralar seems to want this. Yes. So I think. Okay. I think it's gonna have to be a DC eleven fact check for invisibility. It's... Would it be DC eleven or DC five? Eleven. It is because you're hidden, right? Yeah. I'm hidden. <laughs> for the listener, what is happening is. During between the episode, the game master just wanted to make me safe, and I'm fighting, so I have as many rows as I have to do to be able to die. <laughs> That's right. That's not you will you normally. Just, normally, the roles are inverse. You're just dragging this out. Uh, just okay. Well, let's make the flat check. I'm gonna join in the dragging it out as well, because I might make it blind, so I won't even know, and neither will anyone except Dylan. I'm gonna click the button. There it goes. <laughs> there it goes. Ooh. So, depending on whether it succeeded or not, you will be able to give me a higher number on my check. That was a, an interesting roll because you got very, very close to an 11. Yeah. A 12. You didn't You didn't get an 11 exactly. And that was 13. It was a 12. It was a 12. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And with that, it is the moment of truth. So, so I'll say, uh, I, I won't make you roll again for the aid. I will say that this gives, like, uh, oh, Ironbox got his hand up. Sorry, yeah. Aino's got his hand I, up. I just have a question before we get to it, because <laughs> yeah. if it happens, it's going to be a point of discussion, I think. Because uh, you lose one round of air at the end of your turn, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. If you are unconscious because you're suffocating at the end of your turn, that's when you make the fortitude save as well. Uh, I think I will only make it at the next turn. Okay. I just wanted to have brought it up. Fair enough. Yeah. There's hang on, there's a there's a very set list of things to do in, in an order at the end of your turn. Mm-hmm. I would assume this round he's gonna use his last ear and fall unconscious. I would apply mm-hmm. the saving throw in his next round, personally. As yeah, because the end of turn already happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how sure. I would do it. Since we are the GM breakout, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, that's probably the way I would do it too. But you know. So what what you're saying is the air would go before the saving throw. I would do the saving throw no, first. No, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The saving throw from oh, that's not what I mean. What I mean is once the air is gone, he has to start making fortitude mm-hmm. saves or die. Yep. That's the fortitude save I'm talking about. But that's just next wrong. That's what we're the not there point yet. Is. Yeah. So I've done what I can do. On Sarala's turn now, he would get us. He would get the normal saving throw from the effects, and I think if he succeeds at that, we can just say yeah. it is done. Yeah, right. It's the end. So we'll but then after that, it wouldn't be that fortune save. It would be the save from actually dying. Is that what yeah. we're saying? We're, like we wouldn't make him do two a turn. Are you saying he won't get the fortitude save to recover once he loses air? Nah, at that point we'll. Correct. Oh no no. We'll get we, rid of he one would. and do yeah. the other. Okay. Yeah. We'd move from one safe to the other. I wouldn't do both at once. No. I would feel like once this thing's run, it's... Yeah. So are you giving him my aid to this saving throw against the effect at the end of his turn? And what bonus are I would are let him do an aid. Or? I've... I mean, you did roll an... I, uh, there's no there's no DC for a medicine no. skill of this Do thing. a DC for a level. Yeah. Yeah. That could be on the cusp of being a crit then, because you're at a 36 If it's a success, it's plus one. If it's a crit... Okay, good. So, 
and, and what are you? A, are you a master at medicine? I am. That would be a, D, a plus three to fortitude for this turn, then. Fucking That's a. how the rules work. I didn't even know there was a variable number. All right. I swear to God, Saralaf, you also roll a, a two. Yeah, on a crit on an aid, it uh, does take the proficiency into, ah, uh, into consideration. You learned something. So, Saralaf, we are doing... So, right now, we're doing the fortitude save from the actual aura itself. It says at the end of a turn, you can attempt a new saving throw. So, this will be a DC... The, the DC of the monster still. Yep. With a plus And then if you three. go unconscious and have to start doing your other save, that'll go into effect next turn, and that'll be the DC of the suffocation rules. Yeah. So, can I start my turn? Yeah. Yeah. This is where you've got some really cool plan to get rid of this whole thing, and none of this matters. First thing I do, I get rid of the invisibility. <laughs> oh, you can drop it, yeah. I turn toward Miller. Oh, the dice have been hit him. And... I cough a bunch of silt into Natural Miller's face. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yes! Goodness <laughs> me! <laughs> is Kevin disappointed? This is what I'm. Doing. Was, uh, the dice decide my fate. I will never be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> wow! All of that suspense oh. was for nothing. You rolled a nat twenty when it mattered. That was, and that was literally the last roll you get before you. Go on, yep. and start suffocating. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> you you literally do regurgitate like a lung full of sand on on Mila. <laughs> yep. <And> Mila <laughs> smiles through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Mila doesn't like sand. It's no. Awesome, rough and <laughs> uh, amazing. Everyone is uh, is is. I mean, you've still got the bog rot to deal with, but you've you've dealt with the immediate danger. Yeah. Uh, to rule, it would be your turn in the initiative. What do you want to do? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I'll end the encounter. Oh, okay, I, I feel like at this I was point, Dylan... hoping Sarah <laughs> would... Yeah. yeah, I was hoping you'd die too, but oh well. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like at this point, you probably need to spell out to us, but to the audience, exactly how this bog rot's going to play out so we all have a clear understanding of how long people okay. might live because I don't quite have it in my head. You, uh, for that I would need to figure out what time of day it is roughly. You got here in the morning, you had to fight outside, you spent a little bit of time with the Arvo clearing up his old shit. Probably, uh, probably early afternoon. Um, hang on, didn't we uh, excavate and bury some bodies to put a ghost to rest? That would have taken some time. No. You didn't Did actually do oh, that. You figured out how to. to go back and do it. Okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. Cool. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to deal with that sulfur ghost thing again. Oh, well, we can make him do it while we sort ourselves out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're only sending the students in once the city's safe yeah. as well, don't forget. Yeah. So if you do leave, you can't exactly say to the students, oh, just get fine. <laughs> so, for the rest of the day, nothing happens. Every Basically, every day... You have this thing and it's not cured. You do make another save, and it basically can't be. It can't go until you remove the curse. So okay, it's it's tricky because it's a curse and a disease at the same time. The curse part of it basically says the affliction can't be reduced below stage one, nor can it, nor can the damage from it be healed until it's treated with remove curse or a similar effect. Right. So the curse part is what means the damage can't be. Uh, healed and the disease can't be removed. If you get rid of the curse, then it's just a normal disease again. There's new damage daily. Every day, yes. Okay. So every day, people get. You're going to take more damage, and you can't heal that damage you take. 
So, and depending on how much I roll on the damage, it could be like 18 hit points lost a day, it could be like 3, or anywhere in between. Shit. It's unlikely that we can get back to Nantambu, so our best bet is probably to go to Kibu village and hope that someone there can get rid of the curse, at least. Okay. So we deal with the Oh man, it's, it's might be a bit too late to tell you now, but I think Fiavo had remove curse. Ah, oh, fuck you! Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> remove his curse. Uh, if we go find his dead body. Yeah. Okay. The first thing we need to do is, and this will like, in game help Mila and everyone else realize that we can't actually heal as much as we'd like to. We need to heal our own damage from this fight. Right away, so we're gonna set up set up a wee a wee treatment area out of the silt, maybe in one of these buildings that we uh, looked in before, and Mila will just continue recovery treat wounds on everybody until we're as good as we can be. So everyone heal themselves up to whatever their maximum is going to be, because I'll use assurance, mm -hmm. so I can't fail. So this will just take it take a little bit of time. I am 14 so, down, for anyone keeping track. Yes, Tyrol is 13 down, so yep. your max would be 75 now instead of 88. Yep. I embark, you are 14 hit points down, yeah. uh, so yours is 162. No, uh, I have modified my max. Oh, you've actually reduced your max? Yeah. Oh, I see. holy shit, you can do that. Yeah, that's actually probably better for uh, everyone to do oh, then. I didn't know you can do that, okay. If you click modifiers next to your ah. hit points, you can add a... You can put a, a minus and you've called it bog rot. That's yep. actually really smart, yeah. And you remove uh, it And Sarala... Oh, I didn't mean to, sorry. <laughs> Sarala is uh, okay, seven down. Okay, I cured. <laughs> okay, see ya. I will happily, happily put it back. So, I think we need to have a team discussion. So, Mila go, look, there's something wrong with you guys. You're obviously... I not will like explain the curse. Oh, please. He does so. Good. <laughs> that was efficient. Okay, so realistically, um, we're a long way from anywhere, Mila says, pulling out her traveling maps. There's no, there's no, like, we, we can't make it to the Megambia, I'm sure. There's no other major city close by. I feel like we probably need to go to our only local source of information and, and, back to Kyoto to uh, to see if what the locals know as I, I simply don't have the means to deal with this I mean I, I can I'm sure I can overcome the disease itself but uh, this cursed magic that's holding on to you all I, I, I don't know how to combat it I'm sorry I, I'm, I, I can't can't do what I do we will be doomed without a cure so we will have to go uh, but first isn't there a bracelet <laughs> yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Give us the fucking. Yeah, loot. like Tyrrell says that. Tyrrell says that, and his eyes just sort of like drift back <laughs> over to the bracelet. <laughs> sure, I mean, there's, everyone could be in a potentially lethal situation, but there is still loot. You have a look. The uh, this big mummy amalgamation. It had a, a few rings on its fingers. Uh, I mean, it had a lot of a lot of hands. It was really good at displaying bling. So it had a few um, bits of jewellery on it um, that it must have just picked up from, you know, somewhere maybe it was part of the... the maybe the family who died had jewellery on uh, and the, the amalgamation has just, you know, kept wearing it. Uh, so you can probably gather some mundane jewellery worth about 55 gold, if that matters to anyone. I'm making a note of it as uh, record the amalgamation's jewellery for a archaeological purposes. 
Okay. Mm, if it if I go to earth, this, you you're wrong. <laughs> the big polished gold bracelet, the one that was sticking out of the silt and lured you in initially, is uh, what catches Tyrrell's interest, especially because it, similar to uh, somewhere else in the city, it has it is circled with draconic words etched ah, in the outside. Tyrrell speaks draconic. How about that? In that case, you know exactly what what this says. In a very nice flowing script, in it basically looks like the One Ring, but as a bracelet. If affected by bog rot, put this on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have sent Greg a little message to say what this reads, and it's just sort of a nice flowing draconic script around the edge of this bracelet. It reads, Hatchery Attendant. Perhaps worn by those who would approach and attend to the building. Hmm. <laughs> no, hmm. no, don't you even think about it, Turo. <laughs> but it would take only no, a few minutes. No, no, Mila said this is important. We need to get help. Mila said. So, is it a magic item? Is probably a good question, or is it? It must. It must be a magic item. If it's not a magic item, it's not going to do anything. So You rolled Arcana. I will tell you, you know it's magical, but you don't know what it does. Oh. Shit. Oh, rule didn't get it right. Damn. No. Is Okay. No, not with that. It's something you don't know, rule. Does it count as recall knowledge for identifying items? Was that its own thing? It's its own thing, I think. Okay, it's, never uh, We'll ignore yeah. the dubious knowledge. <laughs> okay. If he doesn't know, he doesn't know. Um, so he might ask Saralar to have a go quickly. What do you think? Well, right. It will take 10 minutes, but then again, we did take time to heal, so we can do this yeah. both at the same time. So I can try. And now I cannot check to identify. It's a blind gem roll. Should have used Blood Salt City Law. <laughs> Saralar also doesn't know what this would do. <laughs> Wow, I feel like the um, the illness is, is is bothering your minds. It's bothering your minds. I just read the description. It's not just uh, uh, like just the gold bracelet. There is uh, one singular scale on it as well. What color is the scale? Yeah, it's a very good question. Probably uh, probably a nice light bluish color. Cloud, uh, cloud dragon blue color. <laughs> hmm. Other than that, it's, yeah, it's a bracelet with the script. And yeah, sorry. Carry on, Mila. Carry on telling the children off. <laughs> can we put it on? You can put it on. I'd like to put it on. Okay. Nothing happens. You're, gonna, you're wearing some bling. You're going to invest the unknown <laughs> magical item there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cursed. It turns him into a bog mummy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drag you out of here, Tyrol. Let's go. Mm. The sooner we go, the sooner we return. Fine. Exactly. So we need to sit out to our hour away sort of student camp. Yep. And see okay. if any of them happen to be able to cast Remove Curse multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem like a thing. If, if no. anyone can, it will be Firepot. Regatta. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For the listeners, Remove Curse is a fourth level spell on the Arcane and Occult spell lists. Uh, sorry, no, sorry, divine, divine, divine and occult. Yeah. Spell it is list. not accessible to primal yeah. nor arcing. Yeah, the two spell lists we have access. Exactly. So this is our major issue. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to trudge back to, through the jungle to the students. Well, Mar, uh, 
Mariana is on the kill test, so maybe. Um, I think we're the highest level characters. Yeah. Seems like we're um, gonna power level them. We're we're professors. They're just students. It'd be yeah. wrong if they were a lower, higher, a lower level, uh, higher level than us. What's the name? What's the name of that professor who was shite? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They want us to oh, talk about the art, first yeah. teacher we met. <laughs> our teacher, art, yeah. He's a lovely man. He's a lovely man. He's, he's yeah. He's, he's got a lovely personality. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dickhead. <laughs> um, if you're, are you leaving then? Yeah. Yes. Y- yeah. Um, as much as I'd love to, to rule appreciates that survival means more time to look at Blood Salt City. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yep. If someone else blows this place up before we come back, I will gut them. I will help you. Yes, you've uh, clearly showed your willingness to do so. <laughs> you will assist. You have medical knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Uh, no problem at all. I'd be happy to lend a, lend a hand to rule. Uh, for now, let's just get on our way, eh? And I sort of pat yeah. him on the back in the direction of the gate, of the hole in the wall. <laughs> like an actual teenager. That's right. That's right. I actually have an actual teenager. I know what this is like. <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, all leave this uh, mosaic building here, uh, trot your way past this collapsed tower where there's still the... Uh, the, the bronze roof is still tilted over this just massive cube of stone that's here. Slowly trudge away through the silt, back past the, the guard towers and uh, through through the gate where you were this morning. Oh my god, Thiago's still out there. <laughs> oh no, there we go. Token's still on the map. He's come back for more. Yeah. I would absolutely uh, no. love it if that muddering mercenary becomes like the actual major villain of the entire suit. <laughs> I can... Uh, I'll consider it. <laughs> so you were... You were camped... You had the little Megambia camp set up, what, an hour or two outside of the... You wanted them before... So before the mountain range. Yeah. Because, yes, the, the, this city is uh, on on the banks of a river that you have to go through a sort of a, a valley to get to. Uh, so sort of back back through the mountain valley, uh, back onto the plains, and a, about an hour trek from there, you do s- will find where the Megambia camp has been set up. It's uh, a lot of tents. I mean, for like four teachers and what, like 12, 13 students, you've probably got quite a big encampment set up of these little tents. Uh, there's probably some research desks and, and writing portable writing desks set up. I mean, they are here to sort of, yeah, research... Blood salt once it's safe, so they haven't really got too much to do yet. But they are probably, you know, catching up with any homework that they they they're doing uh, that they've been given for their their adventure. They're probably, you know, detailing some some of the, the fauna that they've seen around uh, and any interesting sort of uh, plants and, and wildlife around as well. But they're keeping themselves busy. Uh, some of them are probably slacking off and just sort of getting distracted, and some of them are in, enjoying the adventure and just being out in a in a new place. But uh, yeah, you've you've been gone for. A good, good, probably like five, six hours since you woke up and left in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so you probably do get back around four in the afternoon. It's like coming almost evening time. So yeah, you probably had it like most of a day of adventuring. And uh, as you uh, all walk up, you're, you're, you see uh, probably one of the Inadis first, uh, Goss and uh, Goss and Freds. They are inspecting this uh, jungle tree with uh, some peculiar looking fruit growing on it, trying to 
decide whether it's edible or, or not just by observing it <laughs> uh, and then probably experimenting but as they they see the four of you walk back they they look and they see uh, half of you have like a chunk taken out of your face and instead of showing the inside of like instead of showing bone or instead of show, showing like flesh it is just like full of this red sand it's almost like you know like those sand sculptures people build uh, on like the beaches it's almost like someone's just gonna punch one of those and that's what it looks like yeah. but it's on your on your faces and on your on your shoulders and in, in, in iron box wood uh, <laughs> no hiding this. So it doesn't even look like a wound mm. yeah uh, they look very confused and they're like yeah, are you is everything okay do you need assistance yeah, we're, we're going to Goss let's, uh, let's get everyone together we just might as well not tell the story twice but uh, for now it's a dangerous place as uh, more people notice you, your approach, uh, it seems like people want to hear, want to hear the story, want to hear what's happened. Uh, some of them are, are, I mean, actually, I think all of them, are, like even the ones who don't care too much about academics, like being out and an adventurer and, uh, and exploring new ruins, I think does interest all of them. Absolutely. We have time to tell a story, but we don't have time to go back to the hatchery. <laughs> we are talking and walking to roll. Oh, we're decamping all the students. Can't we just leave them here? Are we, uh, we... No. What if you ne- what if you don't come back? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, at least one of us can come back. That's right, Mila. That's right. The one who cares the most about the students, to be fair. Look, uh, listen, everyone. We've made our foray into into blood salt, and uh, well, the situation's pretty serious. We've uh, we have dispatched uh, a treasure a treasure hunter, and. Uh, but that's the least of the problems. There uh, seems to be a number of the people there have uh, been transformed into restless spirits that are somehow using the salt, the silts, the, maybe even the water of the lake as something to inflict illnesses, diseases on us. We, we should wait until night and sit around a campfire to hear the ghost stories. I would advise no. you not to mention that. <laughs> uh, teacher Tyrol is most displeased at the time it's taking this has been the focus of his you know desires for a long time and i've got to say that we actually need to take a break from going back into the city because uh the three of the three other teachers uh well they're not only hurt and and carrying the disease from these undead creatures it's it has an element of the curse to it and we don't have the ability to break it and I'm not going to sugarcoat this because we're out in the wild here. We're out in the world and, and you're all here because we value your knowledge, your opinions and each of your individual strengths. We can't, if we can't break these curses, eventually it will overcome each of them. <laughs> and that will... Not that they laugh, but I think, um, I think Chizir probably says, Well, maybe it would be good to let one of them... You know, just see what happens. It could be a good, uh, good research thesis. You see the effects of someone slowly <laughs> turning into sand. Can I uh, try to grab? <laughs> that, him that's more of a fire pot thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not something that Tyrol want to research? <laughs> I think actually Tyrol go. The effects of this curse are well studied across the globe. You would not be adding anything to it with your amateurish attempts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, he shuts up. He's, he stays quiet. <laughs> Tyrol is very focused on this bracelet while this is happening <laughs> as well. 
Amazing. Are you, uh, so is the plan to, yeah, is it going to be the four of you, or are you going to get everyone to walk with you, and if so, are you going to go now, or are you going to let them I have set a question things back up? Are you, yeah. About Prestient Planner. Mm. Uh, <laughs> okay. Classy feet. So it's a great feat, however, it's got a massive restriction on it in that the item that you acquire must be adventuring gear mm-hmm. from the list of the core rule book. And then says, no more than half your level. No adventuring gear is level one or above. And it also doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't include any books, which is the real frustration to me. So my, my request here is, can Tyrell pull out a book on how to dig archaeological d- d- digs and t- make them read it, <laughs> essentially, whilst they go <laughs> to the bridge? <laughs> You're going to use this feat that can potentially save your life in a, in a crisis to Threaten help them study. Really. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Life. It's extremely limited. If there's ever a point, yeah. Dylan, yeah, where I fair. need earplugs... Then a um, <laughs> then yeah I think I will I will maybe look upon back upon this with regret. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, well you, uh, you yes you can use this if you want to pull out a book. A book is a piece of adventuring gear. Yep, and then it's it, this is just a book on oh there's way more actually. Ooh ooh cool yeah but I don't I can't afford them. But anyway a <laughs> um, yeah it's a book on how to set up an archaeological dig, including squaring off sections, making notes of what's in them, how to do things, and essentially just hands it to um, It's a field one. research guide, yeah. Yeah, I, I would actually expect that Mariana? Uh, Iboko would be the best um, one to give it to. Oh, Iboko, definitely, yeah. yeah. Just looking through the list here. Mariana was my second go-to, but yeah, Iboko, I think, would be like... You take the few three other students you would trust to do delicate work and read this. We will be back. But um, so you are leaving them. We are. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Aboko, before we go, you have knowledge of uh, of the area and your town specifically. Do you know of anyone within within the town who might be skilled in in divine or occult magics? Is that what we need to uh, to get everyone well? Or if they know if there's a bug witch around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That'd be great. Uh. So yes, she said. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. There's. Well, we don't really have a church as such uh, in the city. It is you know, mostly residential. But uh, there is a fa- Father Fundu. He might be able to help you. Does he like melted cheese? No, Fundu. With oh. a U, not fondue. Okay. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> Uh, yes, he's a devout worshipper of Sarenray. That gives us uh, some first contact to hope for anyway. That's wonderful. Better than nothing. Yes. I look around at my fellow teachers. Do we... Do you feel like travelling through the night? The sooner we get there, the sooner we can return. Yeah, the sooner we can fix ourselves, the better. If we do not deal with that hatchery this episode, I will be upset. <laughs> it's going to be so easy to motivate Tyrell to do anything for the next wee while. <laughs> I have the... Give me a second. I have... Well, now you're walking with just the four of you. You're probably going to be able to move faster than the entire group. Travel speed is based on uh, the slowest of the group, which is me at 25. Q2 is about 30, 30 miles thirty miles north of Blood Salt, Q2 is. I've got the exact number. So what's the lowest? My speed's 25. Okay. 25. So that's 20 miles per day, assuming an 8-hour uh, 
eight-hour uh, travel. Okay. Well, we could, should be able to get a good two or three hours traveling in today before it gets pitch black or arrive, travel through the dark and get there at one or two in the morning or something. We could, I think we could try to go faster. I think there's an exploration activity for that. At last 10, you do we it for 10 minutes or for, something. Yeah, we can't do that for an extended period of time. But it doesn't say we can f- keep on traveling after the eight hours. Uh, just but we might will be, be fatigued. fatigued. Fine. I think we just, yeah, we just need to book it, don't we? Yeah. We just get there yeah. as soon as possible. 12 yeah. hours it would be just walking. Through the jungle. Yeah. So if you go for a straight 12 hours and through the night as mm-hmm. well... <laughs> I'm up for it. I don't know how safe the night is in uh, the Moagi Expanse. I feel like we might be sidetracking into some like wandering monster encounters that are just oh, not prepared. Do one. <laughs> it's the risk we're ready to take. We can't take anything in here. We've yet to meet, meet something that actually killed us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> we also know <laughs> if mm. we find the Divine Caster, they might not have prepared Remove Curse this day. And they so probably if we can intercept yeah. them before they do their daily preparation. That would give us an extra day. That's true. That and they could prepare true. more than one if they know yeah, they need multiple. Exactly. Yeah, I will point out that okay. I, before I don't mind trekking through the night. I think it's good urgency for the story. But mm-hmm. I cannot do any. I've got virtually no magic left to me, uh, and certainly nothing beneficial. I have plenty. Yeah, I, I'm abs- both fight with it. Mila is absolutely willing to take the chance. I just wanted everyone to be aware. Mm-hmm. So, so we can always run from any fight. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. Yeah, I still have most of my spell. I'm just going to give myself a ten-minute refocus, just so that's said out loud. I will make myself fatigued, so I can't rage either. Well, hang on. We haven't spent enough time for wow. you to fatigued yet. Well, if we tra- travel 12 hours, I will be. That's right, but if Dylan jumps us in an hour and a half, you're good. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I feel if we're jumped on, it will be later in the night, so that might be yeah. during, uh, near the end of our yeah. adventure. So. Oh, this is where is. I want to decide if I want to like s- not do anything and just expedite this process, roll or if I want to like do yeah, it. It makes a better I'm really story. Tempted to roll, do. roll for it. <laughs> So, I mean, like, yeah, like, journeying through the night in the middle of a jungle, there's gonna be a chance you run into something. Exactly. <laughs> so, perhaps we can oh, offset like a 40% that. chance. Yeah, we can, perhaps we can offset that by doing something like following an expert in survival or something like that to be, or avoiding notice uh, as we travel. Is Mila uh, an expert in survival? I'm just checking that right now. I was just thinking avoiding notice would uh, slow our speed by half, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I am not an expert in survival, so I'd have to ask Dylan to use nature for that, but it's probably not appropriate. We're going to be a blinding light in the night. Yeah. <laughs> We've both, we're both using light <laughs> at fourth level. Keeping the we're shedding away. so much light. <laughs> okay. I know what I'm gonna throw at you uh, if <laughs> if I do roll. Oh, I need. To, oh, what's the fucking chance that you get ambushed in the night? It's got to be forty percent. You want a forty percent chance? Kevin's very like firm on this forty percent. I'd say it would depend on the nature. Fine, of the creature. thirty-seven. Yeah, the nature of the creature. I think thirty percent. 
Well, I'm not going to tell you that in advance. Yeah, well, exactly. I didn't, I I'm think, not asking you to. I think there's going to be a 30% chance that you might run into some trouble. I think Dylan's picked up real dice. I picked up a real dice I'm about to roll. Holy shit. And I will see if you make it there. Or if you, uh... Okay. <laughs> you, uh... You set off probably evening time. You walk through the evening across the plains of the Megambia. A few hours into your walk, there is like the most beautiful sunset in front of you. The sky is like a mixture of colours, reds and yellows and sort of darker, darker blues away uh, as the, the night has already began to set in. And as you sort of keep tracking, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's warm. The night is a lot cooler, so it's actually probably quite refreshing. I'm not going to be nice to you. Uh, it is going to rain a lot during the night. You are going to have to trek through through some sogginess you're gonna get drenched it's gonna be it's not gonna be fun a couple times you hear some jungle animals you hear some sort of monkeys in the in the trees above you i think at one point you do hear a, a sort of a, a rough growling sound coming from a, a group of trees a few maybe like a, a, a just to just just on the edge of your your vision um, but it doesn't seem like anything has come closer to you uh, probably hear a few squawks of, of, of strange jungle birds as they fly in flocks above you. But uh, you press on. You do seem to make it uncontested. <sighs> uh, you do <laughs> early morning. I mean, you walk through the entire night, like as you, as the sun is setting from behind you. Let's no wait, no, not it wouldn't be from behind you. I, I don't know. Maybe you can go sort of. It's, it's sort of set into the side of you, uh, looking at the way you're walking. Uh, you do approach. Yes, this, this river, the the Turwell River. And yeah, it will take you 12 hours of constant walking. Mm-hmm. You can put that fatigue on now. I guess we and all you can put your that. fatigue on now. <laughs> yeah. And you do rock up uh, probably like six in the morning. as uh, Probably before anyone's even awake in this city. Or in this little village, even. You see that there are... I mean, you've only been gone like, what, two, two, two and a half days, mm. three, three days or so. Uh, there's been a little bit of progress made, but it does look like a lot of the buildings here still are in a bit of bit of the state of being rebuilt, being fortified from the recent attack. Some of them, I mean, they're all livable, but probably not the best conditions. Um, and yeah, as you sort of walk in, you're all just knackered. No one's taken any more damage from from this disease, but you are all tired. You all really need to sleep because you haven't even slept since before fucking Fiavo got involved yeah. like you've gone through that entire day and stayed awake through the night forced march through the jungle <sighs> yeah. yeah okay good thing uh, are we familiar did we note in our previous like uh, visit here is, is there actual, an actual temple to Serenre here uh, or is it like no, I'm not picturing anything grandiose here, but you know, it, it would be a like a, a mud brick hut, like any of the other buildings. Maybe yeah. it's got a slightly steeper roof to mark it as something different. They don't have anything grand at all. Maybe, in fact, I, I think maybe one building here probably has like a like a, a, a metal sculpture of like maybe the sun on top of it for Serenre. Uh, to market as something different, but it would just be like a house that, that the cleric lives in, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all we need as a destination. So at six a.m. in village life, I imagine that there probably are some people up doing things. Would that be correct? Probably make some very early fishers, maybe. Yeah, because this Actually, is a fishing village of when, uh, when fishing sunrise. dwarves. What's up? When is sunrise? It'd be approximately a twelve-hour day in, in, in the equator, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. If it's, it's probably uh, about yeah. seven, eight o'clock. So it'd be like seven or eight till seven or eight in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 
So you'll, you'll get some early rises then for sure. Yeah. All right. I imagine actually, since you've dropped Saren Ray, who is amongst other things the deity representing the sun, sunrise is going to be a very important time for that particular religion. So we need to get it before sunrise. Yeah. Exactly. But that we can, we can expect that priest to be greeting the sun. Mm-hmm. Mm. Perhaps we can stop <laughs> and stretch and uh, watch the sunrise in Seren Ray's presence and wait for the priest to come out rather than yelling at his door. Let's have something to eat. Now I've got to really, really decide on how many of these things I want to be able to provide you with. <laughs> or none. Or yeah. no. I've, Village mm. priests having level four spells doesn't seem likely in all honesty, but hey. Also... Each casting is going to cost us 40 gold. Oh, is that the going rate, is it? Yeah, for fourth level spells, 40 gold. So knowing that it's a non-guarantee result as well. Be. <laughs> we don't have 100 and, we don't have 120 gold between us. <laughs> we have the mint pay two of them. We have 600 total wealth. We can sell some alchemist fires and kukris and stuff. Oh, that's hilarious. Mila doesn't even have 30 gold or so. Huh. Oh my god. Yeah, I've got 7.8 gold. It's alright. I have zero gold on my sheet. <laughs> I have four. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, look, adventuring for favor, you know, adventuring for favors or paying for favors with adventures is a classic trope in these games. Just because you can't afford something doesn't mean you can't get it. <laughs> okay, I'm rolling some dice just to see. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you hang around a bit. You probably do eat a little bit of your rations because you probably didn't stop to eat through the night. You probably just trekked on and you realise as you are near civilization again, your tummies are all rumbling. So you stop and eat and as the sun sort of rises, you do see, yes, the, a little wooden door to this uh, hut swings open and you do see a, a, an Mbeke dwarf uh, stepping out. Mm. Yes, probably takes in the sunlight before realising there's a, a band of people presumably waiting for him. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, can I, can I, can I, oh, my goodness, you're not looking good at all. <sighs> is, uh, can I do anything to help? <laughs> I suppose. I know, that was beautiful. <laughs> uh, Father, Father Fundu, is it? Is that right? Uh, Fundu, with, with a U. Fundu, yes. with a U. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to make the obvious joke, but I thought I'd leave it alone. actually. There's a U at, a U at the end as <laughs> yeah, well. Yes, excellent. That's how I it's was like spelling thunder, it. It's like thunder, but if you make it an U at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to explain my name a, a lot of times. <laughs> look, uh, look, you're obviously an astute man. Is this the guy? Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's always going to save your lives, yeah. I, whack iron, I sort of back heel iron bark and whatever he's got for his shin. Uh, so, yeah, so you're I'm imagining Greg's just crossed out the name like four times as I said how to spell it. God. Uh, I've, I've, only spe- I've only done it once. You're obviously an astute man, sir. Uh, we aren't. Well, at least they aren't. Mila. <laughs> he just doesn't have to be astute to notice there's half of you have sand pouring out of your face. <laughs> Uh, we find ourselves uh, sorely troubled by some kind of cursed disease, and uh, we are we're the teachers from the Magambia that you you probably know Iboko, who's uh, one of our one of our students. Uh, direct. Uh, yes, Iboko. Yes, of course. Yes. She's Konoku's Konoku's daughter. Yes. Yes, that's right, and a wonderful wonderful child she is, and a product of her of her entire village, I'm sure. 
Listen, um, I wonder, sir, if you might have within your capabilities or knowledge the ability to help us. I mean, I, I could potentially remove any disease with my own abilities, but the cursed nature of this is, is bamboozled me. I, I, I can't do it, and, and it seems to me like there's only one end in sight unless we can get some help. Will you help us? No, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's not canon. It's not canon, but everyone was so silent and waiting that I had to. <laughs> uh, it almost sounded like Bark Jr. That's so. the end of the entire podcast. Look, hey, this is a, a, a curse, you say? Yes, uh, so uh, Tyrol over here, the uh, hobgoblin gentleman with uh, half an eye missing, is uh, an expert on these, <laughs> on this matter, and he's, he's certain of this. There is no doubt. Mm. I oh, I'm imagining. Would would it, would it, would they generally get all their spells sorted before? Nah, he's no, probably he's just woken up, gone outside doing. He'd probably do it as part yeah. of the prayer. So that's why I need to. Okay. I would imagine if it's Serenray, they'd do it with the sunrise. Totally. Yeah. So, I rolled to see if. Because uh, obviously he might be able to do spell slots, but also, you know, scrolls are a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like a good cleric would have some possibly stocked away. So I did roll for a chance to see if he has any and then how many he has. Mm-hmm. He has one scroll. Oh. <laughs> Okay, but also I think he would be able to prepare probably two spell slots. Oh, well, there's three chances. Okay. There's three. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I know. I obviously understand this is a, 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 a life or death situation, but our village has just been a, a, attacked. As you can see, we are still rebuilding it. Uh, if you have any fun, I mean, you're an adventuring group, right? Your, your teachers, if you have anything on you that might... Maybe we can make this an exchange of sorts. <laughs> we have this explosive barrel we will not be needing. <laughs> <laughs> we have five of them at the camp. Don't carry them with us. They're quite sure. heavy. It's just been... <laughs> Iron Bark just trudging this uh, <laughs> barrel of a gunpowder through the jungle. So, um, the spellcasting... I'm assuming you're going to be good people and, and pay for the service, basically. Yeah. So the spellcasting we'll, we'll services would be for would be forty gold for a, a spell, but it's seventy gold for a scroll. Mm. <sighs> so if you do two of his spells and a scroll, that's one hundred and fifty, and it is just for free castings, and it's also not guaranteed yeah. that they will work today. Exactly. We have three kukris that we can sell for fifty-two and a half gold. Yeah. Perhaps uh, abilities that we have might be able to contribute mm. more effectively than cash as well. But certainly, Father, we part of us being here is to help. I, I, I was going to say maybe instead of paying with your money, you could pay with your your time as well. We still need strong enabled bodies to help fortify this village. Don't look at me like that, Greg. I know he's asking you to pay with your bodies, but not like that. No. He's a lovely no. little person. <laughs> time. <laughs> time. Time, Dylan. Time is precious. <laughs> oh, you were... Okay, you were more worried about asking for your time. <laughs> My God. Sir, so we, I mean, we contribute what we what need. You want to do. We, we, we okay. need to do what we need to do, and we respect you and your village, and we want to help <laughs> in, in the ways that we can. I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to say 
if you... Well, it, okay, it doesn't have to be now. I'm gonna make a, a thing here where instead of, like... One, obviously, once Blood Soul is clear and you can go, you're, you're gonna be spending some time studying there, I'm gonna give you an option. Instead of studying for your level, instead of doing your practical research, you can instead help rebuild the city or the village. So you have to, you're gonna have to weigh up the option between advancing your your studies or helping this old little cleric out who might save your lives. I'm gonna leave that weighing on your consciousness and 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 put that out as a as a possibility because like 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 Greg says, time is important. You can't research and and study in this ruins and also. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna. You're gonna have to, you know, weigh up what's more important. Yeah, and we I'm can gonna just maybe we can find magic item in the, the in blood salt that can give them as payment, like the stone that get bigger. That might be useful. Mm. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the archaeological finds. We document them. And what, then... he, what he'll do is he will he'll he'll do the spells now, and he like you don't have to pay him up front. He 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 knows the Magambias, you know. He knows teachers at the Magambia. They're gonna keep their word. So if he pays you now, and you say you'll get back to him, or or you'll help out how you can, he's gonna keep like hope you stick to your word. Yeah. Here. Okay. Wait, I have an idea. They managed to send a letter to the Magambia. Mm -hmm. We could ask the Magambia for a fund. I don't think the Magambia will say I will let three teacher die. <laughs> <laughs> I know they do it for students, but we teacher could, are a bit more important. We, have we could do cash. that, but narratively, we might have to make our characters might actually have to do something rather than rely on the institution yeah. to sort of yes, step in. Great. Like, <sighs> but we can, who? Which of us is going to use an explosive bolt? That's probably my real question. Nah, nah, nah. No. We have a hundred gold, and we have the kukris. That will be a hundred and fifty. We have and the, the explosive bolt might be useful to the village in case another boat attacked them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Tyrell will be more than happy to pay if that's okay, because he will absolutely hate it if he has to spend time in the village instead of doing the practical research and blood salts. You don't have to do it now, of course. If you like, I, I'm imagining those explosives you left back because you weren't going to trudge them up during the night. If you want to bring them up and maybe help give them to the city in case these bandits do come back, like they would, they wouldn't say no to some explosives oh, and bolts. They could set up yeah, a little trap with it, maybe. We should keep those <laughs> away from Firepot. Yes, amen. <laughs> well, he uh, doesn't know they exist unless you're going to get the back city. and there's only like three barrels left <laughs> <laughs> and two towers less in the city. So yeah, basically, he he he's happy to do this now, but like you have time to work out what you yeah. want to okay. do. Okay, okay, we owe the village. Yeah. I think we're going to get the, the, the rolls out the way. So he can do... So one one would be a scroll, two would be his actual casting. I think we should go in reverse order of the most likely to die soonest. So it'd be Saralar yeah. to roll and then Iron Bar. I agree. But I take one less damage each day. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're so confident in your negative one each time. <laughs> yes, I am very confident in my abilities. I think it, we, we would have to take damage 50 times for you to actually die after me, <laughs> and that be a benefit. It's not because, well, you have twice the life I have, that's different. I'm just looking at the counteract and the affliction, the DC is in the affliction stat block, so it would be the bog rot. Yep. Yeah, it's the same DC as the affliction. Yep. Importantly, oh, this is, this is, this is important. Who who got it from the big guy and who got it from one of the little guys? I know Greg uh, got it from the little guy. We all got it from the little guy. I don't think the big guy actually got anyone. 
I think okay. yeah, that's good. Uh, the big guy is hit once. Okay. Uh, no, I hit it a few times, but I it, think the disease is already in place. I think Ironbark got it from the big guy. I thought you got it once through all. No, I think Ironbark got it from the big guy, and the other two definitely got it the from a little guy. The big guy has never hit me, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, me said it does. The big guy was never near me. Yeah. And Greg, Greg, because the little guy did it on the first round, I remember yeah. that definitely. Yeah, what a bastard. So that means Ironbark, your one might be slightly harder to get yeah. rid of, um, which is actually works out quite well because you have more <laughs> hit points. Yes. I've been looking up the counteract rules, and it's basically going to use this. Uh, yeah, the DCs, the afflictions, uh, the level of the half the creatures thing. level rounded up. Yep. What level? So was the little the ones is actually going to be really easy to get rid of. I think. Yeah, you might. Yeah, it only fail under critical failure. No, critical failure. Because the failure would still do it if the counteract effect level. Yeah, no, that's what I the, I said. It might still oh, succeed on a failure. Oh yeah, I think there will for that one. Maybe Ironbox won't. I'm just looking up a like a like this would be his this would be the cleric's role and I don't actually have a yeah. set number for him because this is just well, a, what level is he? Yeah, he'd probably be like uh, what is at least seven. So he's probably have the same number as as we do on a primary. He could step. probably just use a similar similar number as you. Yeah, yeah. Just take one off it if he's going to be level seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like okay. make it at seventeen. I feel like, yeah, I feel like the, the village, like, uh, the, the they're probably going to mostly be the NPCs, but I feel like the, the, some of, like, the, the chief, like, in commands would probably be a fairly high level. I think that's fair to say. They'd at least be specialised in, in their bits, won't yeah. they? They yeah. might not be combatants, but they can, they'll have their own bits. Cool. So I am going to say that they have a... What would it be? It would be just an arcana or anything, right? Spell, spell uh, attack. It would I be there's a spell these... It's what spell... What... It's a special role that is the exact same as a spell attack. Yeah. Because it's their proficiency in spell plus their main stat. Exactly. Yeah, so it's a okay, spell. So I don't this... know why they don't just say use spell attack. But yeah. Because it's not the attack. This priest is going to be rolling rolling his spell attack against the DC of the affliction. I mean, counteracts are so fucking complicated. Yes, and I'm building around it. So, good news is, uh, this is actually going to be quite easy to get rid of for... For the two who got hit with the, the because it's succeed on the failure, <laughs> Bog Mummy, uh, you are basically. Uh, who do we want to do first? Saralar. Saralar first. Yeah. <laughs> he failed. He critically failed. It wasn't a crit fail. I rolled a two on the dice, but that is still not enough to crit fail this actually. <laughs> oh, so I'm rolling as Konaku, Konaku, but this is uh, Father Fondue. So. That's that is a fail. Counteract the target if its counteract level is lower than your effects counteract level, and this is a level four spell. So if the the effect is level three, so if the creature will have a six or less. So it actually is quite easy to remove. Counteract's so, really good if you can get it. Yeah. Okay. So one of his spells is because how are your so the curse is gone, mm-hmm. so you can now recover the hit points and. Remove a disease, but you are still at stage two. You at can the recover the hit points even if you're uh, still from suffering from the disease. Once it's successfully treated with remove curse, you can remove. You can reduce it below stage one and heal the damage. Yeah. Okay. The curse is basically stopping it getting better. Once that's right, gone, it's cool. a normal disease. Yeah. I'm gonna. It's basically he's gonna fail for these two if it's on a on a nat one. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna roll for to roll next. Oh, that was good. To roll, you're fine. Okay. So you're, the, the where you got punched around the face 
the sand just drips out and it, again you're left with the, the wound there but it looks more like you know flesh and blood rather than just red silt now <sighs> and Ironbark yours is going to be a harder DC mm -hmm. and he does need to succeed this one Yeah. and you might have to wait around for another day for him to try again <sighs> oh no fondue <laughs> that was another two on the dice that oh, was a two no. on the dice. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's fine. Oh, he's a shit priest. He rolled. He well. <laughs> he rolled a two. Then a, he rolled a. He rolled a two. Then a fifteen. Then a two. If you'd have done, Ironbark second, you'd have all been fine. Yeah. Well, Fuck. So this just um, means that is that a. He's gonna have to keep casting. Ironbark is gonna have to feel obliged to not do practical research, mm. even though I have been longing for the monk thing. Oh god. So, to rule, you are fine, but you are stage two. Saralar, you're fine, but you're stage two. Ironbark, you are still. Okay, so now it's my time. What do you want to do? Because if you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Mila, do you want to roll for things? I want to roll uh, <laughs> to remove disease. Well, well, then you need to rest before you can do that. I've done it in the background because we're going to. Well, no, but you still need to rest yeah, for Yeah, you need like to rest, like, I mean, you need your eight hour. I mean, like I said, we're going to. So maybe other things happen first. Fair enough. Well, by by the time you've rested, you'd they'd do a roll anyway. Oh, okay. Ah. For the disease normally. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I was going to say if you if you hang around town, like I mean, you could just go find somewhere to sleep. But you were uh, your disease the day would tick over about six hours into your rest if you were to start a rest now. But before going to sleep, I will drink a Nancy Blake. That's smart. Uh, I might have one of those. I in still mine have one. If um, you need one, if anyone else wants one, I have an anti-plague glacier in my inventory. If someone wants it, I have a no, moderate. You're, nah, if uh, if if Tyrell doesn't recover from the disease overnight, a uh, uh, Mila will sort it. So he's he has faith in her abilities. It wouldn't be overnight, would it? Because <laughs> over day. Uh, so, oh, do you want to do an all nighter? Uh, what? Yeah. What are you, are you gonna rest in town, or are you gonna wait the whole day and sleep at night? This is a, you fucked up your sleep schedule, guys. This is a downward uh, we, spiral. We sleep during the day and we go back during the night. Yeah. What about Ivok? Might have to. I wait. only need two hours of sleep. If we fuck up our sleep schedule twice, it's like we never fucked it up. Yeah. If if Ivok only needs two hours of sleep, he could start helping out with the village now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sloughing okay, let's... off skin. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's let's get the let's get the two normal disease rolls out of the way that would have happened like a day after you got this this damn bog rot. So uh, <laughs> so Tyrol and Zaralar, if you throw just a normal fortitude in with any anti plague bonuses that you have, and this is against now this bog rot is a normal disease. Oh wow, <laughs> Zaralar, you are you go back up to stage one, which only lasts for a minute, annoyingly, <laughs> doesn't it? Uh, to rule you are still at stage two. Okay, that's a shame because I had a thing for if I I've been I've had this thing for so long and it's never come up. But oh well, next time maybe. Uh, Sarah, like a minute later, give me another fortitude save because stage one's only a minute. That's so dumb. <laughs> that's, that's silly, isn't it? <laughs> it is really silly how it's a minute and then a day. And my buff is there for twenty-four hours, so I still have the end split. Yeah. E twenty one is kind of low. I think that's. Mm, no, what? I have one last zero point. I'm using it. Oh, not again. Well, eighteen oh. is worse. Oh, you did it again. <laughs> it's well, you're back to stage two. To be fair, once the curse is gone, this disease isn't bad. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too it's terrible. Yeah. The, 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 like the, like the curse is the bit that's dangerous. Once the curse is gone, it's just you're taking a bit of damage every day, and then oh, you are clumsy, like for the, the duration. But clumsy one and a little bit of damage every day is fine as long as you can heal it back up. Give me the damage, Dylan. Oh yes, you'll be taking more damage, won't you? Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Ten more points of uh, of damage that you are permanently reduced by. Yeah. Until this curse is gone. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, if you're around tomorrow morning, at least uh, F- Thunder, you can uh, throw two spells at you. Yeah. I'll sleep for two hours and I'll, then I'll start helping out at the village. Okay. And I'm faster than Mila, so if they want to start traveling back, I can probably catch up. I don't know if that's wise. <laughs> okay. Do I need to make a roll to see how much I help out? I, d- I feel like it's going to be more like a downtime thing rather than okay. like a one day thing. Yeah, but I could help out a little now. Yeah. What's to roll? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, I forgot to roll your damage as well. I've sorted it. He took seven damage from waking up, and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Saralar would have taken some damage as well, but I didn't roll. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> I get the chance to de- deal damage to you, and uh, and I don't take it. There's another 14 from to Saralar. No, it's 13. Yeah, you can you can start helping out, but I feel like uh, I won't need a roll yet, because yeah, um, I feel like it is going to be like a big downtime thing, like sure. instead of your thematic helping, like, practical research, <laughs> not, not counting down the minutes you are that you owe. You don't have to help rebuild the city uh, or the. I keep calling it a city. You don't have to keep help rebuild the village. No, but it would Iron be nice. Bark feels like he needs to because they are going to, if they succeed on this spell, they are going to save his life. Yeah. Should we skip forward till the next morning when he has a chance to prepare spells again and see if he can yep. do it a second time? Uh, shall I attempt to remove the disease completely from Please. our two members first? Oh, yes, you I, could do. Yeah. Right, so we'll go with same order. So we'll go Sarala first. This is a third level remove disease spell. I am rolling with a plus 16 modifier and I get a 28. Should be, That's a success. Should be ample, I would think. So Saralar has the disease gone now, basically, yeah. right? Yes. Does that get rid of it entirely, or does that just reduce the stage? That gets rid of it. It gets rid of it completely. It, it'll oh, get rid wow. of it entirely. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And then we will try the same deal with Tarul's spell. Here comes that roll. Come on. Same number. It's exactly hey. the same. Okay. All right. Tarul and Saralar, absolutely fine. Don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> okay, that's great. Yeah, so you can probably sleep and then wake up for a little bit. Everyone else who actually needs sleep. And then uh, you can probably, you know, stay up a little late, and, but then also sleep during the night. Uh, I bike you get like two hours of rest and then you go around and help yep. other people. You have a, a chat with Kaonoku, uh, who's Aboko's father. He's a bit surprised to see you ask how Aboko's doing in like the last like three days since she was last here. <laughs> but then, yes, in the morning again, uh, Father Fundu can uh, try prepare two more. Okay, first one matters. Uh, first one's a success, okay. which is right. thankfully enough to get rid of the curseness. So you would right. be fantastic. And then I, I guess if Mila prepares my... another, yeah, oh, I will drink my moderate antiplague and I will try to save them. Do you want to try, or do you want to let Mila yeah, just let do, me it? do it first? Because I also I prepared four of these. Uh, one and this okay. one, this one is in a fourth level slot for yours because it'll be harder. Okay, so I will go ahead and cast that, hitting the counteract button. Let's go. Let's go. What have we got? Yes! 32! Yeah. Nice. Yes. That's good. 
Okay, Ooh, ah. that was a lot of a lot of rolls. So just to clarify, it's been like two nights since you left Blood Salt, basically. The first night was your 12-hour trek here, and then during that day we healed uh, Tyrol and Saralar, and then Ironbark, yeah, everyone rested a bit. Ironbark had a, a wander around and helped out. And then there was one more night where I think everyone probably just got a normal sleep to get rid of the fatigued. And then the morning... That morning is when uh, Father Fundy succeeded, and then we've gotten rid of the, the 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 curse for good. So you've basically it's been like two days since you were in Blood Soul. We just whizzed for it very quickly. Thank you, Father. I shall remember this. Yes, well, if we are are ever beset upon by those damn knights again, I hope we can count on you to help. Yes, as soon as I have made Blood Soul safe for my students, I shall be back. Yes. But for now, we can leave the explosive bolt and the, cr and the crossbow. That might be <laughs> enough to make them turn back. It does turn into a fireball. It definitely put me off attacking a villager with a shot fireball <laughs> from the crossbow. <laughs> it might do enough damage to our bolt for them to not want to stay. <laughs> Are you gonna trek back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you, again, hustle for 12 hours, you would get back to the Megambia camp probably late we've, evening we've just before you need to sleep no you've got six hours left what do you mean because you get eight hours sleep right four hours <laughs> there'd be four hours left to go look at blood salt city <laughs> fatigued i'm not going to fight anything ah uh, fine <laughs> the rules basically imagining like you're it's now day three since blood salt happened yeah, if, if Blood Salt, let's say, was like a Monday, this is now like Wednesday morning, it's probably like 9am, like, obviously the priests would have had to spend an hour getting their, uh, their spells together and sorting everything out. So yeah, if you were to hustle your way back now, you'd get back to the camp at about 9pm, and then I imagine you'd just take a rest to get rid of fatigue and go into Blood Salt the day after. Which does mean you've gone like three whole days without, or yeah. I guess two and a half, yeah. But. For the Screaming Sulphur guys, were we going to get a student to do the ritual? to do it because it will probably be back by the time we get there yeah but so do we just deal with that again yes because if we send the students in there and the other half of blood salt is dangerous and it kills them i would rather deal with the sulfur again yeah that's a fair point yeah okay let's do that then to rule you rolled a check on it you know it would come back anywhere between like two to like two days to like two weeks any time between oh, okay. then. So it's, it's not, not like, like set one to four thing. days. Yeah, okay. No, you reckon it could it's be not a, a D4, it could be a wall it's before a 2D6. It. It's something. <laughs> 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 Amazing. Is that what you're doing then? Are you just going to hustle back today? Yeah. And then we can start fresh the next day. Tyrrell would have made a few extra attempts to uh, deal with that. Has this bracelet done anything? He jangles it around as we run around. It's just looking pretty. Have you tried activating it? It's translated. It's a um, hatchery attendant. No, not translating. Activating. Like, have you tried pouring your energy into it? Pressing on the scale? Shaking it? I presume he would have done. But if I if I was a GM, I'd be like, if you don't know what it does, and it's a magical item, you'd probably know to need the magical means by which to activate it. We can still act uh, accidentally activate it. If you are wearing it, Okay, this is a, if it's something that needs to be invested, would you invest it, even if you didn't know what it did? Like, is Tyrol that risky? Tyrol is that risky with with Blood Soul City. 
So you've probably invested the item even if you didn't know what it does. Yes. If it's cursed, so be it. You don't feel like... Nothing happens, but you just feel a little like these cloud dragons are... I don't know, the, you hold them in higher regard than you did before. Can I try and turn into a cloud? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone watches as Chirul's just really concentrated hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you can't. Oh, man. That would be great. You do find... I mean, I don't know. Dragons, you, you don't find them as scary as you used to. You think, you know, well, they're actually pretty chill. Maybe you get along with them. Oh. Ah. Ah. That was a lot of revelations at ah. once. It's to stop the baby dragons biting you. <laughs> Cute. Oh. Cute little baby dragons. I did roll another wanderer and wants to check for your way back, and you are again absolutely fine. So, uh, what would say is you, you make a day of, of hustling, you get back to the Gambia camp like that evening. Uh, so you have been gone for basically two whole days from when you left the camp. You know, you trekked there, spent two days, trekked back that, that day. You get back, you're knackered again, you're hungry, you sit down with the students, uh, and I guess just, yeah, Aboko asks how the village is doing. You can basically say, like, we're going to go help rebuild at some point. <laughs> mm. We have a debt to Father uh, Fundu, mm. so thank you, Aboko, mm. for, uh, for sending us in the right direction. But, uh, I think it's it's good to clear all of that horrible bog rot up. Man, let's just hope there's no more bog mummies in this yeah. place. Because that would really suck, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> foreshadowing! I'm just a being an asshole. And on that note... <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I think it's a good time to end. Uh, you ah, you bastard! Jump back <laughs> into Blood Soul next episode, but uh, we took a little a little trek away, and now it's nice to know that you guys are in debt to someone in this campaign. Like, I don't think that's happened yet, where like you have to kind of do them a favour, and I can use my GM abilities to basically make this bad for you somehow. I'll think about it. Uh, <laughs> oh man, what if what if there's a choice between saving Blood Salt and saving Q2? What if there's like a disaster at both and you can only Save go to Blood one? Save Blood Salt. No. I mean, I know it's easy for you, but for everyone else it's going to be a debate. Uh, no, we'll see what happens. Thanks for playing. Thanks, Dylan. Thank Bye. you, John. Thanks, Thanks, folks. Bye. See you next time. <laughs> see ya. Oh dear.